Eric. Yes, indeed. So we know people who looking for a career change, about to jump in, jump into the job market. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing they need to get? Just tighten up. Got to bring something to get something. Always got to bring something to get something. Mm-hmm. And how and and people know what you're bringing to the table and what you're bringing to get something mm-hmm. when you have a decent resume. Got to have a good resume, man. Yep. Let's tell you a little bit about our sponsor, BrandResumes.com, where landing interviews Mm -hmm. is made more easy. Love it. You know, for many of us, whether it's fresh out of college Mm -hmm. and we got to create a new resume, or whether you've got some years in the game and it's just time for you to update it a bit. Time to change. It could be Mm nerve-wracking, anxiety-inducing, pretty stressful, wouldn't you say? Pretty much, pretty much. Hey, and on top of that, in today's landscape, LinkedIn, having a good LinkedIn profile plays a huge role in your opportunities. Number one, got to have one. Got to have one. Got to have a good one. A good one. Yes. That's where Brand Resumes comes in. You start with a free, everybody likes free, right? I like it. Free 15-minute consultation where their experts get to know you a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can choose from a variety of packages that include professional professional resume, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn profile optimization, Get that. Watch this, Eric. Watch this. Get that. Watch this. You ready for this one? All right, all right. They even have a package where they will apply to the relevant jobs for you. Home. Hey. (laughs) You can't beat that. (laughs) Again, visit brandresumes.com and book your free 15-minute consultation. Brand. That's brandresumes, B-R-A-N-D, resumes.com. So there's this concept uh-huh. out in the world, uh-huh. um, and I would say that it's probably been around okay. since the early days of humans discovering how things work in the world. Okay, all right. It's called adaptation. Oh. You know how certain animals, the theories are. Adapt. That animals have adapted mm-hmm. to environments for survival's sake. Absolutely. The one that interests me the most is the common dog, right? That's not the that's not the brother. Well, no, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but but the common dog that we now take in our homes as pets, okay, was once a primal wolf. Ah, it was and domesticated. Right. It became domesticated as a way of surviving. Ah. So that's the theory, right? Okay. So what we're talking about today on this episode, where we dive back into the playbook of navigating office politics. Got it, got it. Is how to adapt. How to adapt. How to adapt in the workplace to ensure your survival and reach your career goals. All right, y'all come back. Don't choke up. Sit <laughs> right after the intro. And okay, how to mean? adapt, man? How to adapt? Yeah, yeah, to yeah, those yeah. People around me. That's it. So, like, like we've been doing, we've been taking. Uh, Carlin Borosenko, who wrote mm-hmm. a uh, a series on Forbes, mm-hmm. uh, links in the show notes, mm-hmm. um, about the office politics playbook, right? And basically, how how from a psychological standpoint, we should be approaching our our day to day work mm-hmm. um, 
and navigating the politics that exist mm-hmm. in order to kind of reach our goals, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've been breaking down each of the components. Um, and today we're talking about how adaptation is your key to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right? That's real. Right. So the basis of it is everybody has a different work style. Oh, definitely. Right? Definitely. Everybody has a different work style. Um, and so you have, for example, uh, where are we? For example, uh, you have people that are more uh, more into the fast-paced work style, mm-hmm. right? So they like stuff coming at them. They like being slammed with work from the time they get in. Mm-hmm. They like achieving. Like When I think of that, I think of like uh, Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Right, that's probably a, a, a common stereotypical trope, but I think think of Wall Street and mm-hmm. just the the uh, the fast paced chaotic nature mm-hmm. of the office, right? Mm-hmm. Or even a sales organization, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. Just it's just constantly, you know, trying trying to competition, just trying to get it done. People work. The people are different, right? Um, and then you have some people that are kind of in my wheelhouse that you know we can sit at our desk all day and just be. Head first, eyes first into spreadsheets all day and not come up for air or Analytical. speak to anybody around us. Analytical. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you also have people that um they just approach work with a natural skepticism, mm-hmm. always doubt. I don't know if I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have others who they're just like, man, that sounds like a really good idea without the skepticism kicking in first. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so th- the point of all of that is we all approach work differently. Mm-hmm. Have you ever taken a psychometric test like a Myers-Briggs, yep. a DISC, a Bergman, or whatever? Yep. When you get finished with those, you kind of look at it. And they've all, they've all got their pluses and minuses. Right. And there's a ton of stuff out there. But it's the same four quadrants. In fact, uh, Hippocrates, I believe it was his nephew mm-hmm. back in the olden days. And then the Greeks came up with it. And at first, it was earth, wind, fire, and water, the temperaments. Mm. And they basically said, we approach life with these four basic temperaments. And it has been borne out wow. down through the, the the ages of time. So if I'm walking into work, these people have different temperaments than me. Right. And the ones that are different from me, I label pretty much as being bad. Earth, wind, they, fire, and, and water. And water. They took the elements that they knew. Yeah. And they basically Boy, came up man. with the temperament. Yeah, t- temperaments. So that's where all the psychometrics came from. Yeah. And we take these tests and... Are you because the fast paced? Oh man, fire! They're fire, but they are natural enemies of the slower paced methodicals. Right, which is and you need most of water. Uh, yeah, yeah, and what you need, you, you need. Uh, um, well, earth is earth is definitely the slowest. Yeah, slowest. yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so you can squish the earth. So yeah, yeah. When those people are all working together, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I use the instrument. A lot called this the driver, yeah. uh, uh, the the person that gets it done, the influencer, mm-hmm. the steady, the analytical. They're all in there, and we need them in the workplace. You need everybody, but we we tend to be judgmental against those that aren't like us. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And 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 that's exactly where where this this particular article goes. Where yeah. Yeah. It's it's like uh, she talks a lot about that that fight, flight, or freeze. Oh uh, Phenomena again, where she says. Basically, what happens with all of us is we judge each other harshly based on our own perspectives. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so if you don't think like me, yeah. Right? Or if you don't or work like me, if you don't approach things like me, there's something wrong right, with you. Fight, flight, or freeze. Absolutely. And what she's saying is, and I and I agree with, is that um 
adaptation starts with pulling back mm-hmm. one moment, getting out of self. Right. <laughs> but it, it's kind of difficult because if you think about That's it. That's so hard to do. Yeah, if you think about it, man, it's it's no matter what we do, we're yeah. always going to look out for self. Oh, yeah. And we have to try hard to put self secondary. It's counterintuitive to tell me not to think about me right. in that process. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but 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 we all we all judge like super harshly um Absolutely. based on that. Absolutely. So um I think one of the things that happens and just to to give people permission to be themselves, mm-hmm. um I will tell somebody that's judging somebody harshly, you are not God, I am not God. And the fact that they are different, uh and this happens in diversity of thought we talked about in the last uh, right. the last uh, episode. Right. If I had, if they had the majority of people thinking like them, and you had the minority of people thinking like you, you would be the one being judged harshly. Mm-hmm. So this is one of those cases you want to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right. If somebody thinks differently, they have different perspectives or whatever. Let them ha- let them be who they are. Just let them be because they grew up, their parents, their environment, their system. That's why they are the way that you are, right. and that's. You are that way because of what happened to you, and they're that way because of what happened to them. Yeah. And the biggest thing that I go to, man, when it comes to just uh, working with anybody or even just beginning to build relationships, right, mm-hmm. is it's easy to build relationships with people who have so much in common with us. Oh, absolutely. You know, but trying to understand how someone else's path in life can bring them to the present. Yeah. Right. is a difficult thing, especially if their experiences are foreign to you. Absolutely. Right. Have you, you you've lived in the city and the country, correct? Uh, yeah. Are they, Both. Di- are they different? Heck no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Heck no. Okay. The di- and starkly different approaches to life, yeah. number one. Yeah. But there's also a different set of rules for empathy when it comes each- to... In each other. Okay, so check this out. I come to visit you. I'm a city boy. Yeah. I ain't never been outside of any area that didn't have a bus route. Right. Okay. Tell me the bus schedule in the country. Uh, You grabbed those two wheels, <laughs> called your bike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <And> you so, <laughs> so I've grown up, got a bus, got a bus, uh, you know, as long as I get me a bus, uh-huh. I can go around the city. Yeah. You grew up in the country where you have a bike, and- the authority figure, maybe I'm coming to visit you, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's your mama, but auntie. Yeah. She says, I want y'all to go do blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. My mind immediately goes to, do I have car fare? Mm-hmm. For you people that only all have cars. Right, right. That was what we used to call it. Right. Okay, so I'm looking for bus fare. You're looking at your bike like, what's wrong with this fool? Like, come on, bro. Right. <laughs> and what you're about to do mm-hmm. is introduce a totally foreign experience to me. I see that as a negative. Yeah, because nobody likes change, but a wet baby. Right. You look at me as like, what an idiot! What that boy looking for a bus fare? We ain't got a bus here. Not neither one of us has done anything wrong, except I'm in a different environment. That's it. You're in a different environment. That's it. Those are the differences at work that we run into That's in it. a different environment. Now, how do you get the, how do you get each of those people to have empathy for each other in that moment? Oh, you have to be mindful. Back to your thing. Mm-hmm. You got to be mindful. This person is not me. They're not like me. Right. They've had different things to happen to them. Yeah. And you're like, 
Because what happens is you can flip each of these situations, right? So in that, that scenario you just gave, the city kid or the city guy comes to the small town mm-hmm. um, not having the luxuries mm-hmm. that they're used to or the amenities that they're used to in the city. Mm-hmm. So now they're fish out of water try, trying to figure out the environment. They're gonna get made fun of because it's like they're the fish out of water. It's Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at this yeah, city boy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, let's take the country kid to the city. Oh. Complete I have a lot of friends. <laughs> I have a lot of friends that went back home because they were like the city was just too much. Years ago, trillions of years ago, uh um a person from the country came to visit me in the big city I was in. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what city it was. Yeah. But she had a purse on this long string. Mm-hmm. And she was swinging it, walking uh, down the street. No, nah, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> do you want that? Because I'm looking behind her, and there are yeah. dudes limbering up like they're Olympic sprinters. Yeah. They're going to hit that person running about 65, they, 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 and they are not. They waiting for the right <laughs> thing. They're waiting for it to come up, come back. They're going to hit it, and they will be gone. Gone. Man, they're stretching like it's the 440. Gone. So what happens is I'm looking at her like, do you want that? Mm-hmm. Now, here's, the, and, and we'll get into it in a second. Mm-hmm. I needed to have some empathy yeah. that she had no idea where she was. Right. And even as I, you know, asked her, and I, it was a person I cared about, so I didn't. But I'm like, do you want that? Because you're about not to have it. You you remember those? All right, you know how like in 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 the movies, right? Yeah. Let, let's say, let's say a kid that's growing up in. Either way, you can take Fresh Prince of Bel Air for example. Okay. Right? All right. This, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. knows. Everybody this. knows that, right? So, so Fresh Prince, he grew up in Philly, which is the hood, basically, right? Right. right. And then he goes out to Beverly Hills, completely fish out of water. Nothing, nothing at, the same. At some point, basically, and he had his homeboy out there too. Right. Right. But at some point, over the course of the show, mm. basically, what happened is he adapts. He he adapts, but. Yeah. He has to be told the rules oh, of how things work. Absolutely. And so I think if you take if you take that scenario right, yeah. and we're meeting somebody who has a different perspective, a different approach, different personality, different work style, right? And we say, okay, how can this person mm-hmm. and I think we have to we have to invoke the the selfless model here. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying how can I teach them my rules? Mm-hmm. We go to them and say, hey, can you show me the way you best work? In oh, this yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and, that, and that's one of the things that we'll get into when we talk about how we can, how how we we can, can connect start to adapt, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I think that's, that's, that's the thing. But I, I think you're absolutely right, though. It's like, it's like taking people and put them in various fish-out-of-water situations when— there's somebody who's sitting across from us that has a different, different way of working or approaching something than we would. Yeah. Uh, we, as humans, we interpret different as bad. And that's the ugly yes. part. And and it's normal. Why do you think that is, though? It's, it disturbs our comfort zone. Comfort zone. That makes sense. And I'm, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've walked into rooms and just by my sheer presence, yeah. I can tell, whoa, negative. Yeah. So, so you know what's interesting too? So I, I told my therapist this uh, uh, a few weeks ago. Like I, I have a problem. Okay. Right. I'll be vulnerable with, with the audience here a little bit. But <laughs> we, we all do. <laughs> but I I tend to 
I'm I'm a researcher. I think we talked some some episodes ago about our our sparker types. Right. So I'm I'm a deep diver. I research anything that pops in my head that I think I want to know. You go look. For I, that. I go I go looking for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, for me, living in an age where information is literally a button, I'm over. only limited by what my fingers can type. <laughs> what my brain can formulate and my yeah. fingers can type. That's it. I'm in heaven. That's it. Right. So when I see people who don't take advantage of that, right, I tend to judge them quite harshly. Like, why don't you just if the data's right there, pull it you know, up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or if, if there's a problem that they have, if yeah. if they themselves are maybe they're struggling with something personally, I'm like, well, go read a book or go do that. I'm, sometimes I tend to judge that harshly. And I've had to practice this adaptation thing again where it's just like, wait. Yeah. My experiences from the time I have grown up has kind of developed me into that person. That person may not have had that similar experience. Which is why you're a researcher right. and they may not be a researcher. Right. Yeah. But who knows what their background is. Whatever they are. Is. Yeah, exactly. It may have de- deterred them Ex- from being that type of person exactly. or just their experience with that before and, you know, that type of thing. Who Absolutely. knows? I don't know. And because I don't know, I have to say, say to myself, "Hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 judge that person. But <laughs> you don't know. You are clueless." All right, so let, let's jump into some some ways that we can adapt. Yeah, how can we adapt? Uh, what first, do you think? First of all, know thyself. Understand your own deal. <laughs> uh, I tell people take one of the tests: the the, the Bergman, yeah. the disc, mm-hmm. whatever. And they got paper copies. Some of them you can do them online. Yeah, but find out how you are. And when you find out how you are and you find out everybody's not like you, right. you may start to give other people credit to be who they are. Right. So check yourself out. Take one of the instruments that are out there. Um, the Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. The disc. The disc. I like disc because it's just quick and dirty and whatever, and it gives you uh, a general view. Yeah. And my, my favorite one is the one we covered with the sparker types. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, find out who you are. Yeah. If you go back to episode. Which one was that? Uh, 65 and 66. Yeah. Find out who you are first. Yep. So that when it's time to deal with other people and in looking for your own type, you start to have an appreciation that there are other types out there. Yeah. And they're not bad. Because you can't find your type without seeing the other you, type. That, that's it. So you go know. do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> um, Another one. Observe the styles and habits of your peers yes. without judgment. Yes. Um. Just observe. Don't comment. Is it and and notice that they're not doing it against you. There's some people I'm doing some work with now. Right. They are super speedy. When I say they're in the hallway, they blow by me. My my suit coat catches on fire. Uh, and that they're wonderful people. Man, they are good. <laughs> yeah. They are good people. Right. They walk fast. They go to the bathroom fast. They eat lunch fast. Ah, and they're getting it all done. And then they zip home. I'm like, okay, I'm tired by watching y'all. They show up the next day. That's the way they are. It's not evil. It's not wrong. I'm more deliberate. It's just different. It's just different. Mm. And they're good people. Mm-hmm. So I can now appreciate a difference right. without, as long as they're back to the, the discussion we had on respect, mm-hmm. as long as we have mutual respect and mutual purpose, I'm good. Let's introduce a small antagonist to this. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I, I noticed you kept saying they're different, but they're good people. Yes. So, I so judge them. Even if, even if they're yeah. different, yeah, and they're 
this is a G-rated podcast, but okay. they're crappy people, <laughs> right? Yeah. I think you can still, yeah, you can still take a step back and just ask yourself, I wonder why this person is like that. Yeah. You know? Don't don't cast judgment. Don't go start saying that mama didn't hug him. <laughs> That's the first thing. <laughs> when you that. kept in a shed behind your you house since you were twelve, you know. You know? <laughs> were, you, were you ever fed? You as a child? Like yeah, but just saying. Like man, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what is like. What makes this person approach life their life like this? You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think you can still find if something. You, you just call me on something because I said they're different. But, they're, but good. they're good people. Right. And the but says, I've automatically judged difference as being bad. Yeah. But I have discovered that they are good, good even they. So what you just said then was, what if somebody's not good? Right. Um, you know, if they're not good, is there a reason for that? And there usually is. There usually is. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's you <laughs> Absolutely. There, there, there are people that I reference on this yeah. show quite frequently in code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I've asked myself the same thing. Like, why? Yeah. I wonder what How it did is. you? And and I, I have theories. Okay. I, have, I have theories. I have educated theories. Okay. And it's just like, possibly. And it, Do you ask them, did your mama give you a hug when you was growing nah, up? I, I sometimes want to, though. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it could be a situation where, hey man, maybe maybe they lost a parent. Oh yeah. Oh oh no no. You know, it, or or something. There Who are knows? Si- what, there are significant things yeah, that happen. We, we just don't that, know that help people to become who they are. Yeah, we just don't know. One of my favorites I listen to is a lady named Joyce Meyer, mm-hmm. and she went through hell as a kid. And I listened to her a positive aspect, and because she has a strong faith walk, uh, just a super super positive voice. But you look at what she went through, and yeah. she said, yeah. like her husband had to adapt mm-hmm. starting on, mm-hmm. and eventually he just said, I'm not going to be miserable because you are. Right. But the way she said she was, I would have been that way had I gone through that. And I think that's what this sets up. If you had gone through what that person had gone through, you might be that way. You might be exactly yeah. like them. And so that in itself yep. should give us the room to say, Okay, let yeah. me try and understand this person's style, this person's approach versus mine right now. Yeah. And this is all about adapting. Absolutely. Remember? Adapting. And, and adapting is a big part of continuing to build positive relationships. Absolutely. Um, the next piece, when working with others, mm-hmm. 